with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day six of our seven days to becoming a more generous person devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8, and it says this. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. The devotional is titled Generous with Our Money, and it starts with a quote by C.S. Lewis that says this, I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I am afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. We mentioned in day six that there are hundreds of references about money in the Bible. We can learn just about everything we need to know about this topic from it. While money is not a bad thing, the love of money definitely is. Randy Alcorn said, Wealth will either leave us while we live or leave us when we die. No exceptions. Yet, even though we know we will not leave earth with money, we somehow tend to focus on accumulating it while on this earth. We acquire it in an attempt to feel more secure, to appear more important, and to expand our list of possessions. As we learn to manage our money, trusting God with the tithe that is at the top of the list, The first tenth of our income is called the tithe. We return the tithe to the local church and trust God to multiply it for his glory. Many people think that tithing is being generous. It's actually not a matter of generosity, but of obedience. Tithing is simply returning what doesn't belong to us. Since God is the owner of everything and we are merely the stewards of it, How kind of him to allow us to steward the other 90% of our income the way we see fit. This is where generosity comes in. In order to become generous with money, we must recognize our own blessings so that we will notice the needs around us. When we see what we already have, we tend to walk in gratitude, knowing full well that what we have is more than enough. That allows our eyes to be opened and the grip on our finances to loosen so that we can become the conduit God desires to funnel his provision through to others. So let's start gradually increasing our percentage above 10% in order to become the generous givers that God can use. We can give spontaneously, support ministries above our tithe, send a bag of supplies to a teacher, leave a large tip for a restaurant server, purchase baby items for young mothers, give a family a gift card to the grocery store. There's really no limit to what God can do through our obedience to him. The more we give, the less money has a hold on our hearts. We were meant to enjoy money and the things in life, not love them. Instead, we are called to love people. And one of the best ways is to help meet their financial needs. Wow. <clears throat> That's really good. It's really good. I love all those practical examples too. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to someone, I wish I remember who told me this, that way I could give them credit, but essentially what they would do on their anniversary, like, you know, celebrations mm-hmm. 
is they would take the money that they would typically spend celebrating their anniversary. Say they're going to go to like some really, really nice like seafood or steakhouse restaurant, yeah. whatever. And they're going to spend like 200 or $300, which yeah. is crazy. Just super nice. And then they would go to like Waffle House or IHOP and they would tip the residual amount wow. up to where what they would have spent at the other restaurant. And there's so many creative ways mm-hmm. to be generous. And I love Waffle I, House. I think one of the things that, gosh, I love, <laughs> I, I'm over here just like, Lord, we're being generous. And Tori's like, Waffle House. I love I'm like, Waffle I could House. go for an all-star special You're right now, so actually. so funny. That's Tori's, one of her favorite restaurants. Do you want to tell them your order? Love, yeah, the all-star special, scrambled eggs with cheese, bacon, hash browns, ketchup, peanut butter waffle. And um, that's it. Waffle House has an amazing BLT as well. Really? Anyways, okay. It's a back great on meal topic. For like less than eight dollars. <laughs> I do want to say two things on top of this. That the first thing is, is if you're looking for areas to give, we really recommend finding things that you're really passionate about. For example, whenever Tori and I were, well, whenever we were pregnant with Micah, whenever Tori was, <laughs> you know, building you Micah, get it. right? You get it. Um, we had such a heart for moms in need. Right, because it was so close to our heart, and so we were trying to look for ways to be generous in that way. And so, if like no matter what life stage you're in, we really encourage you to try to give into that life stage because it'll encourage your generosity. I'm sure yeah. you're tracking with what I'm saying, but it really does something to your heart versus just like you know just the normal ways of giving, which is fine. But you feel so connected to it. Yeah. And the second thing that I just want to say on this topic that's really helped Tori and I look at it is like, okay, you look at like, say the full 100% of your income, say 10% goes to tithe and then 90% you're trying to figure out what to do with. Well, what's helped us a bit is we try to look at everything we do with that money, whether it be paying for a mortgage or gas or groceries or whatever, we try to still look at that money as if we're stewarding it for God's kingdom, just for different purposes. Mm -hmm. So whether that's us trying to buy healthier food or, you know, like Tori and I have been on this whole thing with Uber Eats. Like I, I want to stop. I'm going to delete the app. We need to. And like, for me, that's a way of us still stewarding it for his kingdom by not spending unnecessarily. Right. And so that's a way that I think has helped us look at not just the 10%, but the other 90% mm-hmm. and find out ways that you can honor God with it, yeah. but still supply your needs of, you know, a roof over your head and food in your belly, but you do so in a way that's honoring to him. Yeah. I also want to mention, this is the one area in the Bible that the Lord says, test me in this, which I think is so cool. The Lord's like, no, no, no. I'm telling you guys, like, this is how it works. I am giving you this to multiply it. I am a God of abundance. I have plenty. So as I give you this and I watch you steward it well, I'll give you more to steward. And so I want to read the verse in Malachi 3. Um, It was one of the verses in the devotional. It says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. And it's just like, y'all, this is truth. This is Bible. Like this is the words of the Lord Almighty. He says, test me in this. Bring your tithe 
into my house. Give out of my abundance and I will give you more. Watch me. I will throw up, throw open the floodgates of heaven. Like, what? That's so cool. So I think as we change our perspective from saying, oh gosh, out of reluctancy, right? Like the other verse says, oh God, okay, I'm going to obey you, but like here it is. And we're doing it out of like religiosity and we're not doing it out of trust in him. And so I think as we switch our perspective to, okay, God, I know that as I give you this, you will multiply it for your kingdom and then you will give me more to steward because your word says that it is so. And so I trust you at your word. And so I will give this cheerfully knowing that you will do something with it and then you'll give me more to steward. And like, it's a fun process. It's not a like begrudging process. And so I think as we shift it, it brings a lot more excitement into being generous versus like a fear of being generous. Yeah. And I think one thing that will help us be generous with others is when we recognize how generous God has been with us. Absolutely. Whenever we take a step back, we press pause and we, we look at the price that he paid for us, Mm -hmm. um, dying on the cross for us, calling us his righteousness in Christ Jesus, then I think as we receive that and we like rest in that and we truly believe it, not just like, okay, I know the scripture, but like, I feel God's love for me. I feel valuable to him. Like I feel important to God. Then it'll help us operate from that space of saying, God loves me so much. I don't have to find my love in all this material possessions. I don't have to find my affirmation or my importance or my worth in these things. But instead, I can praise God for even more for how abundant he has been with me. And now I can give freely mm-hmm. out of my heart because I my love tank is so full because of him. Yeah, that's so good. Want to praise that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for how generous you are with us, Father that you would send your son to die a gruesome death, but be raised again, Father, so that we can be in relationship with you, so that we can have this conversation that we're having right now. Father, I pray that we would not take any of it for granted. The fact that we get to enter your throne room, the fact that we get to steward things for your kingdom, Father, would you change our perspective today? Would you get rid of any scarcity mindset, any fear, anything that would tie us to our money, our possessions, the things that we want to hold on to so tightly, God, would you remind us that all of these things are yours so that as we loosen our grip, as we give out of a cheerful heart, Father, that you will open up the floodgates of heaven, that we will experience the joy of giving, the joy of watching you multiply things for your kingdom and not our own. Father, thank you for using us here on earth. Would you remind us today that this is our temporary home and set our eyes to the things eternal, that we would not store up treasure here, but that we would store up treasure in heaven. Father, we thank you for this. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. Love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Awesome, manana.